Hello and welcome to this latest episode of the Engaged Podcast. I'm Jamie and with me as always is Simon. Hello. Hello. And today we're going to be doing a First Contact Day episode from the Vulcan perspective. Live long and prosper. So, um, yeah, as we're actually recording this, it's actually a day before First Contact Day, which is April the 5th, 2063. Two, Two days. Is it two days? It's the third. Is it the third? It is the third. Thank you, Simon. It is two days beforehand. (laughs) Glad somebody's actually with it. (laughs) Um, And yeah, you know, this is um, obviously um, an episode that's quite common, I think, in podcasting, kind of first contact day. But we thought, as usual, we kind of think, let's put a bit of a twist on it. And Simon come up with the idea of, well, why not do it from the Vulcan perspective? Um, yeah, but I think an awful lot of podcasts out there have done it, but we thought we'd put our spin on it. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't quite know what to do. Mm. And today of all days, I think a good decision, but Jamie will explain. Yeah, basically this, you know, um, obviously this one's obviously a hypothetical episode, but um, due to kind of today, due to kind of Simon has just donated blood today and I didn't sleep very well last night. We're kind of a bit out of sorts. So if we do sound a bit off kilter, that is the reason why. But I think I think we'll be fine. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we did briefly touch on this earlier. I kind of said Jamie's... I, I told Jamie my thoughts on it and it was very much different from what Jamie had up. I mean, yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I think the Vulcans, I think, you know, I think they would be, I, I kind of, I kind of put the spin on it of, they'd be kind of curious and intrigued by humanity. Um, but I was kind of, I was kind of also looking at it from kind of the perspective of, from Enterprise, which is what, 2150s, where the Vulcans at that time were, things were a bit, um, what's the, I'm trying to think of the right word. The, the relationship between Vulcans and humans was a bit. I'm trying to think of um, tense. Tense, yeah, tense. But you've got to obviously, as Simon rightly pointed out, you've got to think of it actually at that time first. So I, I kind of, I I think I had the answer, but I was kind of looking at it going backwards when it's like you kind of need to look at it from the beginning and then kind of see how it's changed from that point on. So. Um, you know, I think they'll be curious and interested. I think in us, but not to the degrees I think that you think it would be. Cause no, it's a very. I was it one of YouTubers I like, like humans first. It's kind of yes, we're interesting, and then the vloggers go, yeah, like well, just like. Well, the point you said to me was, and I think actually, I think um, you know, I think it would be you said to me that it would be a case of they've done this before many times first contact with other species so whether yeah, you're talking like top two like early hundreds 200s yeah they, they've done like... this before so for the Vulcans it's just essentially another day at the office where it's like well you know I think you said well you know we've revisited the humans let's tick that off our list kind of thing so as maybe as unexciting as that sounds and I think it's realistic. I think that's how they probably would be. And I think you got to put the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing, and I think you put the label of mostly harmless on, on us and just go, yeah, they're, they're, they're people. They're, they're there. Yeah. Not this... realising that they'd be stuck with us for however long. I think it's, you know, 
I think it's also a case of at that time they didn't realise how big it was. I think it's not until later. And again, because you got, you know, I think part of where I was coming from was I was looking at it from a historical perspective, looking back, and it's kind of that. That's great, but you've got to put yourself in their shoes at the time. You so say you've got to put yourself in, obviously, in Cochrane and um, Solcar's shoes at the time. Did you know he was related to Serik? Was he? Yeah, I think he was Serik's uh, granddad, really? grandfather. Yeah. Wow, I didn't actually know that. I believe so. Mm. Probably is mentioned because we actually um um because a little bit of research that Simon said no not maybe necessary but just in case it's the Federation the first 150 years book by David A Goodman which is if you guys haven't already it's a brilliant read really worth reading fascinating reads um but um yeah I think at that time I think it was kind of that it probably didn't seem like a huge deal. It's like, yeah, this, 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 this happened. I think you said to me a few weeks ago. It's like uh, one of your favorite episodes, Valar. I think Ambassador Valar, and it's just yeah, like from she kind of went. Yeah, we like we were like you say, well, we were intrigued about you, but kind of it was like a novelty for a while, and then it was just like it just became commonplace, didn't it? Well, she also kind of said, you know. Uh, she was fascinated by humanity because at times you you let your emotions guide you but then they could also humans could also be very logical and you know it it, it kind of I, I think maybe that was the other thing as well for Vulcans maybe that was partly why kind of maybe why the relationship kind of evolved maybe it was a little bit tense because from the Vulcan point of view they couldn't define humanity, whereas probably all the other species they That's could assign. Saying, no, no, they're also following their form of the prime, early form of prime directives, so they had to squash our progress so much, and that yeah. made the uh, these humans and Federation, or not Federation, but Starfleet, Starfleet, a little bit ag- aggravated and annoyed. Yeah, and and then obviously Archer's reaction: "Oh, you stopped my father from building this; he never lived to see it." And, Obviously, that was early Archer. I think later on, he, I think I think later on Archer kind of came to the same point of view. It's like, well, that kind of helps when you've got Surak shoved in your brain. Yeah, <laughs> I think sort of changes your perspective. Because again, he saw it from the Vulcan point of view, didn't they? But I think maybe why partly why it was tense was because the Vulcans could assign characteristics to all the other first contacts that they had, but with humanity, they couldn't. With, they couldn't define us. They, there was no way to pin us down in terms of kind of trying to define. Isn't that Ambassador Surak, whatever name was, his name was? Yeah. Wasn't, didn't he say that? I think he did, yeah. I think he said something along those lines. So it was kind of. Maybe that's. I think that was season four. I believe so, yeah. Hmm. So I think maybe that's partly maybe how it kind of. where it maybe came from. I think personally. Maybe that's kind of. You know, because if you've got, you know, if you, you know, and and that's the thing, because if you can, if you can define, if you can define someone a certain way, and you get to, you get to know them, you can, you know how to act around them, you know how to kind I of. I don't think there was many commonalities at that first encounter. No. Because it's like centuries since the last Vulcan War. Um, alcohol kind of non-existent. And then you've got music, which are kind of 
didn't like her either. Well, yeah, if you think back to the first contact, obviously, in the film, it was from Cochrane playing the music in the bar. It's like, it's like he expected the Balkans to be really impressed, and he's just sitting like, uh, yeah, th- this is something that's happened, kind of thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's that might be a case. I mean, I don't know, maybe there were first contacts, maybe that was the thing as well. Initially, they didn't seem to be much in common, but I think the Balkans probably did with the certain species they came into contact with did find commonalities but with humanity I think it was it was much more I think it was difficult so I think maybe that's partly where it also comes from because if you if you don't know how to if you can't define someone that you meet if you can't think oh this is what they're like it's, like, it's, it's hard to kind of it's more difficult to form a relationship with them am I making sense? yeah so I think maybe that's partly where it also kind of you know that's but no, I think what you're kind of saying, so what you're saying about it being realistic, I, sorry, I think it's oh, it's just another day at the office. I, I think is accurate, and you know, don't forget Vulcans. I said, bad Vulcans can show emotion, but they they try not to. I said they're very, yeah. I think they maybe would have been curious and in, and intrigued to a certain extent, but probably not to the proportion that I initially probably initially thought. Hey, here we go, it's humanity. It's like no, it's like. Here they are. Okay, right. On to, on to the next first contact kind of thing. So, is there anything else you wanted to say about about that initially? Any other thoughts that you had about it? Not of my head. No? No. So, um, obviously, you know, from then on, you know, things obviously change. I mean, the next 70 years, as I said, things got kind of tense, as we kind of just mentioned. Um and I think that also, you know, as you were saying, so it's kind of, you know, humanity felt that the Vulcans were holding them back. It's like, well, you've got access to Warp 7 technology, you know, why are you, why are you holding us back? And, you know, from because the thing is, when you do, you know, you, you, you know we're human, so obviously we're going to be biased. We're going to think, oh, they're holding us back, but... If you think about it from the Vulcan perspectives, you were you were saying to me that you felt like it's a kind of prime directive kind of thing, because if the Vulcans had shared their warp seven technology, you know you don't know the you, what what the consequence is going to be. And the other thing you've got to you've got to take into account is humanity was just coming out of of a massive world war, and you know they, humanity was at that time still a mess. So it's like well if you know. And trying to, again, I think it's kind of a thing of if you try and uh, run before you can walk, kind of thing. I think it would have been disastrous. So I can kind of understand why the Vulcans, what they, why they did what they did. I, I get it. It's kind of it makes a lot of sense, um, you know. And but then again, it's like but the thing thing you've got to think of is how much time should they hold it back for? How do you measure that? That's everything as well, isn't it? Yeah. No. Um, but I think you know it comes. It comes to a point where, you know, so obviously you know things were tense, and then I think kind of obviously when, <laughs> when Archer obviously exposed the the Vulcan listening post to Andorans, I think that I, mean, I think he was completely right in what he did. I can get it, but I don't think that helped matters. It really didn't help matters. I don't think it was really until kind of. Again, I think late season three, four, where things got a bit better. Um, and I think they should have let 
let it be above Warp 5. I think they should have given it a bit more, given the humans a bit more. You think they should have given them more, what, like Warp 6 maybe? Well, help them develop oh, it. Oh, help them develop it. You think they shouldn't have actually, you think they should have encouraged them more instead of helping them back? You've got to bear in mind they're at Warp 7. Hmm. So that's an awfully big stretch between the two. Because they were trying to stop moving that Warp 5, wasn't they? And it's like, well, if you don't think they... The problem is it's not very fair that that they have Warp 7 and we have Warp 5. Hmm. And then you get the Zindi crisis occur. And you think that... And that ma- really didn't help matters either. Hmm. So you're thinking... The ship going Warp 7 starts like better than having a Warp yeah, I mean, at Warp 5. In hindsight, yeah, it's true, isn't it? But obviously, it's true. In hindsight, obviously, you think that could have helped them. But you've got to think of at the time the, the Vulcans didn't know about the Zindi threat. It's like, but yes, I mean that's the thing. But when every other ship out there is going warp six and above, yeah, and it's you, a little bit questionable, isn't it? Yeah, and I suppose when you think about it as well, if you think, you know, got but, the Klingons in the doorstep yeah. and they're not particularly happy with humans at that point in time, and then you have got every other well, you random know, species. We know what the Vulcan said, oh, you should have listened to us, you should have let us handle it kind of thing. But but how many times were Vulcan ships not around? Hmm. Quite often. And how many times did they have to get to a Vulcan ship? Trying to warp 5 rather than warp 7. Yeah. When I'm going warp 7, you get there sooner than you do warp 5. Well, it makes you think about, well, actually... There's a few cases where that happens. you also got to think, well, in, in Fallen Heroes. If Fallen Hero, you yeah. have the time travel one. Hmm. Cold Front, I think it is. Cold Front, yeah. And uh, there's a myriad of yeah. few other occasions, I think. So, yeah, I suppose when you look at it from that point of view, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, Vol- the Vol- I don't think the Sulabans would have been such a big threat as well mm. if you're going Warp Seven. Mm. Well, this brings us to the point. Did in a way Vulcans? Did the way maybe Vulcans feel insecure about humanity surpassing them? Maybe because I know we, we we briefly talked about this earlier on before the episode. Do you think maybe there was in some way a small part of the Vulcans that feared the humans outpacing them in terms of like technological advancements and stuff like that, maybe? Maybe that's why they partly also kept them at bay. I think there was a genuine concern behind, you know, them trying to help them, but maybe there was also a small part like that as well. Maybe there was... Because I think Archer himself kind of said, oh, you, you know, because you're scared of what will kind of become... You know, we'll, we'll you know... You mentor them, yeah. So really, is the whole point of them being there? You you mentor them and yeah. go, okay, calm down. So maybe they just didn't. Maybe they should have encouraged them more. Maybe, maybe that's kind of a. Like you say, it's it, it hindered the relationship. Yeah. Rather than helped it. Hmm. So maybe they should have. Maybe maybe what they should have done was just find. I know it's, it's it's how we don't know how they would have done it, but. Maybe I should have found a better balance, possibly. So what we were saying last week, happy medium. Yeah. Finding a happy medium where you've got an ally there that could actually help you. Hmm. And it can, you know, that would have sped up the peace process as well. Yeah. You might, I mean, you could have had the coalition formed soon enough because it was, what, 2154, 5? When the coalition... 3 or 4, I think. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I know you had the Formula Federation obviously in, in 2161 so maybe if that had been the case maybe if the Vulcans had been a bit more supportive 
because again, I understand their concerns. I do get their concerns, but and the quicker Archer can learn, the quicker he can yeah, go back uh, to Starfleet. It's a bit of chicken and egg, and it's yeah. just like. And the other thing as well is, you know, you've got to let humanity go on its own way. You've got to help because the thing is, if you t- if you keep trying to guard them, they're never going to learn anything. You've got to let them go out there themselves and discover things, because you know mistakes are going to be made. That's true, but the only way you do it is if you learn, and. I think there must have been a turning point where we must have gone from yokels yeah. after the end of Second, uh, Third World War where we became the Enterprise mm. era Earth people we see mm. and maybe that's the point where you start I mean, maybe that, showing them a bit of love maybe yeah I mean maybe that's partly why obviously maybe why Topol was on board Enterprise to kind of maybe temper Archer a bit maybe that was part well, of yeah, it yeah it's experience isn't it you yeah. have that note of experience and then but you know I think I think yeah, you know, I think the Vulcans were well intentioned but I don't think they went about it completely the right ways probably it backfired yeah it really and truly backfired because it's just like I think they were well intentioned but they just didn't go about it the right way and again I understand their concerns but you've got to let someone find their own way obviously they're never going to get anywhere and and given what humanity achieved like with, with the NXO one I don't think I don't think it was I don't think they did badly. It's like, I think the Vulcans were expecting a complete disaster. I don't think. It... Yeah, I wonder if they. If you remember the whole beginning of one, was it? It might have been end of two. With that blowing up that planet, whatever it was. Yeah. Where it's like, yep, yeah, you're gonna. Oh, that. Oh, that proves us right. Oh, you, yeah. you stay in your own solar system. Don't go anywhere. But you've also got to bear in mind, which I've remembered from the 150 years book and from a couple of episodes from um, Enterprise to be fair the Enterprise really wasn't the first ship outside their solar system that's true you've got an awful lot of trade ships out there yeah. cargo ships out there that oh, are kind of the other thing that occurs to me so was you finished speaking or uh, almost there sorry go on I'll that are out trading with people so it's not like they haven't ventured We're completely out. unknown, yeah. or we haven't made any connections with anyone. We've got trade routes, for heaven's sake. Well, isn't think, it like, um, ter- like a couple of episodes at Horizon, and you've got Fortunate Sun. Terranova as well, where human humanity actually ventured out of their own solar system. And things like that, and it's just like. So it's not like, like it's unheard like, of. It's like the Vulcans were holding us back when we were already out there and it's just like what that makes like no sense at all I think I think to be honest I think they, I, I know this might sound a bit outlandish but I think and I think they tr- they even hated us with the formation of the trade company thing hmm. I think they had something to do with that to kind of introduce us to people and set it up and wasn't it the, uh, the medical exchange Probe. Something that was long, and yeah. you got all these things where it's like, oh, yes, we want you to grow and progress, it, and then into 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 species medical exchange. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that was a uh, flux, wasn't it? And um, Doctor Thingy thing, uh, Doctor Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, something just occurred to me. It might seem a bit outlandish. Sorry for interrupting no, you earlier. Finished, by the way, pretty much. It's fine. <laughs> um, was uh, again, <laughs> Vulcans don't show emotions, but. To put it in our terms, I think maybe they're a little jealous. If you think right, humanity eliminated like things like hunger um, and the need for uh, material wealth a lot quicker than the oh, Vulcans yeah, yeah, did. They spent yeah a couple of centuries where we spent what, one or two. Yeah, was it? Yeah, 
and I think maybe that was also maybe a thing was like, oh, you know, they achieved things a lot quicker than we did, you know. So yeah, that works back into your threat theory, and I think it's all. I think all of them have got merit. I think yeah. this is all, all of the above. It's one mm. of those situations where it's like, yes, we think all of this, but I think what changed, what again, I think even in in the series things were changing, but I think what really sold it, and again, it's not. I think again, this is. I think it's actually in the hundred and fifty years book, and I think again, um, some of the Enterprise books itself. So again, it's. I know it's not considered probably canon, but. Also, um, during the um, 150 years thing, sorry, no, sorry, during the after the Romulan War and the forming of the Federation, the Vulcans were actually the ones that spearheaded getting behind humanity because they were impressed with the fact that humanity had dealt with the Romulans pretty much all by themselves. Because if you think about it, during that time, the um, the Romulans, you know, that they had, you had the um, the Romulan. Vulcan ancestry, which had to be kept hidden, had to be kept a secret, because that would have shattered. That would have shattered things completely. Um, and the Federation, forming a Federation, probably would never have happened. But by that point, what I'm saying is, I think the Vulcans had gained a new respect for humanity. Oh well, it must yeah. have been the situation on that random planet. What is it, season? Which season? Don't ask me about season change. That's never a wise thing to do. <laughs> Probably to day of all guys. It must be two. Hmm. No. Where you've got Andorians and you've got. Uh, and actually, I think that might play. Like you're saying, that must have played into it. The Andorians going, yeah, we like these people, which might have hmm. seemed a bit of a threat, but also kind of hmm. a thing of. Hmm, if our, it's the whole thing of. If our enemies are saying these guys are good, we must be onto a good thing. Oh, yeah. And I think it's that whole thing. And that well, if you the peace of- process is a humans got involved with yes it didn't game well with um Pajem but I think that was a um some a learning point for the crew anyhow for, for um, Federation mm. well, even if you think back to season 4 if you think about um the um oh can I, uh, the, the the Romulan Marauder free part in season 4 you had you had the the the, the fleet, which also comprised of Vulcans as well. Humanity brought Vulcans and Dorians and Tellarites together. So even then, Vulcans must have seen that there was that the humanity's potential for trust. Like, oh, actually, you know, these guys are doing well here. Because I think you said, I mean, I remember when you first got me into Enterprise and you recommended really good episodes. I think you said that episode kind of was like kind of like the introduction to the idea of them. Um, Uf, short UFP, United <laughs> Federation of Planets. So even at that point, Vulcan saw human. I think they were starting to trust and see humanity differently. And I think the Romulan War and that humanity dealt with it pretty much by itself because they kind of said they kind of had to. I think that kind of solidified it. And Vulcan was like, "Well, actually, you know, we're behind these guys. We're going to support them because they single-handedly saved us all. You know, we've." Are coming up against an enemy pretty much on their own and that had superior firepower, etc. So I think at that point, that was when things got things changed and it got better. And obviously, you know, if you think you look throughout all the kind of other Star Trek series as well, you know, original series, and I think that just improved even more. So I'd say the turning point was Ender 2. End of season two. How they dealt with the um, Pradis? 
situation with yeah. that, that planet blowing up as I yeah. said earlier I think that was the turning point yeah, where things in, started to improve between the humans and Vulcans is that, what you, is that what you're saying I think so yeah I'd agree I'd agree that was definitely a turning point because in that season you've also got that priest process on that random planet that was claimed by Vulcans and Andorians because hmm. it had two names hmm. which I really can't remember what they were uh, I can't remember off the top of my head <laughs> But, but you've people... then got a voice in the Vulcan High Command, haven't you, with um, Saval? Yeah. I think and it... even to Poulton extent. Yeah, yeah. And then over on the Andorian side, you've got Shran. yeah. So you've got a bit of people going, yeah, these people know what they're on about now. Actually, we should listen to them. Well, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, I think what also helped things was also Archer kind of not being so... <laughs> I think Archer's views turning kind of maybe not being so I say he wasn't big headed but he was kind of a bit arrogant I suppose about it it's like oh you know humanity blah blah but I think Archer kind of again as you were saying he when he had when he got the Archer in his head I think he saw things different and I think actually he even said I think it was to T'Pol maybe you guys were right in holding us back maybe so yeah. I think Archer himself his opinions kind of changed I think it was also a big part of that and actually, again, in the 150 Years book, when um, when they when there was a study about why Klingons were so hostile with humans, it was traced back to Archer's first encounter with them and the fact that he, essentially, he ignored the Vulcans' advice and sent them back to Kronos. That was why the Klingons were like they were. And Archer realised he he in his head he'd made a, he thought he had made a terrible mistake. And again, that's how the Prime Director came about, because he 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 be argued for because I know it's they were not until Sleeping Dogs where he goes actually that's where I went wrong. Yeah, yeah. And he and again they said he I think this is I don't I think it was, this was like late twenty one sixties early twenty one seventies. That's when the Prime Directive came about. And he petitioned because I know there were protocols in place. I think there were certain guidelines, but he he made it into an actual. They said. Say a natural law, but an actual is that right word law? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. An actual know. law. You know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so you know, it, it's it's just uh, it's just really quite interesting, just kind of looking at things from the human perspective, but also kind of how the Vulcan side. And again, I don't think there's any right or wrong. I think mistakes. Well, here's a question for you. You know, like throwing spanners in the works Go for these it. days. I'm, yeah, I'm really getting into this. <laughs> well, maybe the Vulcan should have shared their or at least heart or some of their prime directive laws as well maybe maybe not all of them but maybe yeah that might not have been a bad idea because I mean didn't Topol like several occasions Topol enacted them yeah and said, oh, I don't think anyone ever saw them I don't no, think they never I, mean, I don't think they ever got shared no I think she kind of said oh I think you should do this and it's like yeah yeah Maybe that would have helped as well. Maybe that got copy and pasted into the Prime Directive document, maybe. Or what went out to petition for it. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Or became the foundation for it. Quite possibly, yeah. Because there's an awful lot of things that you can sit there and go, why didn't they do that? Because they were jealous. They were nervous. And it actually makes a lot of sense what you're saying about... Because obviously, if Archer's going to petition for something, you need a basis for it. 
and it's like well the Vulcans so he uh, well again, by that point High Command vanished and now became what was it something else it yeah. wasn't High Commissioners I'm not quite sure what it was but I know it was I think it was that was the end of that three parser as well that's yeah. it's like this now being reformed into this thing but you know I think surely Archer must have looked and said oh well you know we need we need our own prime director and he must have probably looked at other species protocols for first contact and stuff like that but maybe the problem is I, I don't think they say that Vulcans were allies from the go so mm. that's something they, they could get access to I don't think the Andorians or the Tellarites. I don't think he's more likely to get no. access to them as a Vulcan so he probably based it off of that then but um, sorry I lost my train I've lost my train of thought um, oh god <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now uh, blah, 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 blah. God, it's, <laughs> um, no, but see, that's, that's what I was saying. It's, it's interesting see, kind of seeing things from the human and Vulcan perspective, and it's like that's it. Mistakes from I think mistakes were made on both sides. Yeah, um, really. And again, and it's it's great because again, nothing's black and white, and you know it's much more interesting. And that's why I, that's why I quite always quite liked the human and Vulcan. Um, interactions interactions at that point because I know I know Rick was saying in um, oh was it um, um, oh defining moments of Star Trek that that I don't he doesn't think the Vulcans would be that emotional like the way they were kind of acting which I think which you know which is a fair point but I think if you had the Vulcans like like they would normally be at that time. I just, I, you need, you need something there. I think you need a bit of conflict, particularly if it's a relationship. As okay, I know seventy years seems like a long time, but if it's only kind of just been established, I think you kind of need that there. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think with it, you've got that. You've got to work it into canon, so you've got to fiddle it around Discovery yeah. and original series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's very funny how different showrunners have different opinions on how Vulcans should act. Mm. So well, that's Vulcans what I mean. in Discovery kind of gone gone back to default. Yeah, kind of unemotional. Not that mm. we've seen that many, but the ones we have seen have been kind of default mm. standard things. Yeah. Whereas in Enterprise, they were like you say very emotional. Mm, yeah, and I think you know, and that's the thing. I think it works for Enterprise, but I do kind of see Rick's point of it doesn't really fit in with how Vulcans are. So again, but I think this is part of television of that era. Yeah, I think that's why that's the thing where it's highly emotional. Yeah, so I can, I can, you know, I, I can kind of see both sides of it. I understand why they did it, but I said Rick's point is quite valid as well. Um, but yeah, 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 mistakes were made on both sides. I personally think, um, and. You know, it's interesting seeing kind of how the relationship has evolved from first contact, from that initial meeting of, oh, you know, this is just another day at the office, you know. I think the Vulcans were probably a bit curious. There was probably a little bit there, maybe. And, you know, seeing how that's kind of changed. The thing is, going into it, how much would they have known? How much would they have recognised from those very early days of that initial day where they've just kind of gone, oh, well, there's a possible hour here. Or would they've gone, oh, here's another planet. I wonder if it'll be around in a year or two. Mm. Or are they going to blow themselves to heaven back again? Question. So <laughs> this just occurred to me. 
the unofficial first contact when um, oh, are you talking about Carbon Creek? Yeah. Even though that may not even be one, but yes, we've gone that um, premise. The um, the ship that obviously the, the, the ship, the Vulcan ship, crashed, didn't it? Yeah. Was data ever actually sent back to them about humanity? Was any data actually sent back to them? Because I know a couple of them left, and then that's a bit ambiguous that's kind of there's two ways you can go with that you can go for the yay or you can go for the nay it's whether it's how it would have been transmitted and how mm. would they've done how, it how, how would they would they have gone back because there's no mention of destroying ships or blowing up no, the I... ship or anything there's no evidence of that but why would you leave a warp core intact on a pre-warp civilization I don't because you've got to bear in mind that in the Generations it's slightly different because there's no walk core involved, but mm. in and again, it's I think it's Will Shatner's book, so again, you've got to take that with a grain of salt. Because again, mm. as Jamie said, novels if you take them as canon, if they're not canon, clearly up to you, but most of the time, not really. Mm. In that, they completely took out everything in Enterprise D. So would they have gone back and just completely stripped out the whole thing? Well, if they had certain Vulcan protocols, if they had certain protocols of first contact, surely they would have done instead of leaving it there. But the thing is... From everything they said in it, it it's like, yeah, we may come back eventually, Hmm. but they never kind of said, yeah, well, we'll leave that ship there Hmm. and we'll just take our Vulcro, we'll just take... I, can, I think they would have taken it. I can't imagine yeah. that. And, you know... Because the amount of Starfleet missions, like Next Gen, where they go back for a tiddly bit of research, like Second Chances, or... Yes, we need that bit of research for some reason. And you've got to think as well, how much data was actually sent back, and did, were there certain things they chose to leave out? So, because the reason I kind of brought that up was, well, how much about humanity did Vul- Vulcans actually know then from that from that initial excursion, from that unofficial first contact. So how much did they know kind of going into the official I first think contact? You've got to think of it like a bit like a duck blind, one of those ones you're talking like um, first contact or... What's that what I'm thinking of? Um, the Picard, I can't think of it. Um, who watches the watches? Watches, yeah. God, so, so you think then maybe the Vulcans have bits and pieces of information... I Maybe. don't think it, yeah that would be full of statistics I don't think it would be very much help of no. what these people are going to become no you, it's going to be full of spreadsheets of oh we pre-predict these people are going to find warp spit warp tra- um. so so I think what we're saying is maybe they had a vague idea but I it, again I think it would be of oh this is roughly what Vulcans of the past would have been and back then let's have a look at what we can learn from these so yeah I mean, apes. They, yeah because they, they would have extrapolated from themselves wouldn't they because that's what we did so yeah. i can imagine that's what the vulcans would have done trying to trying to find a commonality mm. from themselves yeah mm. so i don't yeah. think there would be much about i don't think they would have gone back and written a guide of how to interact with <laughs> humans, humans at, that point we're back, I agree, we're, can't imagine yeah. it but no we're just talking about first contact just, that, that just clicked into Carbon Creek just clicked in and I thought hang on a second what about this yeah I can't imagine them leaving a warp core behind because no. that would have just kind of sped stuff well, it's plausible but in, otherwise why would um, the Vulcans have held uh, back Archer's father have had yeah. issues with and, and I, I don't think Carbon Creek's anywhere near Montana 
I don't think it's anywhere near no. it. So it's not like you know, it's the Vulcan's house. It's not like uh, Saffron Cochran went, yeah, I've 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 invented this, and he's kind of just yonked it out with his <laughs> survey ship. Going, yeah, I've, yeah, well, I've, uh, yeah, I've invented it. I do, well, the thing is, surely they must have taken it because if you think Vulcans, if they were so, um, it, by the rule book, yeah. yeah, in terms of like holding humanity back, and humanity knew about warp cores and going into space when Velcro. Uh, don't forget about the Velcro, Jeremy. Yeah. That's how really important. <laughs> you know, at that time, then surely they would have taken a walk court when they went to visit in the 1950s. It's like, that just, in my head, that I just... I think so. I think it's just a case of timing and yeah. things, that sort of thing. I think they really Happened just... off screen kind of thing. But but it's interesting to speculate. And it, yeah, I just, I was just, I'm, you know, I'm just going down that avenue of how much, I'm glad you brought up the hard wall out what, how much they would have actually known going into this so this is why I love doing these things because you say something and it spurs ideas in both of us doesn't it so yeah again this is just speculation but I think it, it kind of makes well, sense actually that may explain why in first contact situation may explain their attitude well Jamie think about it although it is very odd because first contact is prior to Carbon Creek and Enterprise. It does kind of make sense, actually, from what we're from, from what you're saying, and what I'm saying. Think about it. What was going on at 1956, or the hell it was? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. UFOs and all that kind of. What are you what are you referring to? Cold War, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. And you've got this planet with newts going off. Well, not really testing newts and kind of targeting yeah. each other actually that makes perfect because uh, mm, if I recall it really works quite well if you think of it think it through a bit because in the episode I think the, the Vulcans they were actually watching TV and I think that that story actually came up about well it is that but it's just like hmm, yeah. do we really want to mm. if you got that research if you even with statistics and things like that and kind of you'd get this massive green light from plutonium you know kind of all these nukes here there and everywhere so maybe if that was included in a report and back. I think that works kind of into the day there's a steel remit yeah of the kind of you're a threat let's try and get you under control yeah we don't want you we don't want you destroying our planet we don't want you destroying anyone else's so we're going to hold you back yeah quietly because we've got these old statistics thinking that we are how we were because that's all they've got We're to go We're not going to take of. this... Well, well, it was proven right, because yeah. what happened next, we had a Third World War. Yeah. So that was proven right. We may not have had the cold... The cold yeah. war may not have heated up, but then a few years down the line... So in, in, in the Vulcan's mind, it was justified. Mm. And, you know, and they were going based off on what they'd seen of us from, the, from in that... Because if you remember, they sort of said, oh, yes, we if we do come back, it would be high, high orbit... We'll be looking through periscopes. We'll be kind of taking statistics. We won't meet them. We won't do anything. We won't have contact with them. This was an accident. What a barrel laugh. Never again. Well, you're going to end up in... Um, Makes... Yeah. You're going to end up in... Um, conf- not confinement, but you're going to end up in... Um, oh, I cannot think of words today. But you're going to end up... Um, you know, we don't want you infected with anyone with anything. I can't remember what you think of it. Quarantine. Quarantine, that word, yeah. yes. Thank you, Jeremy. You're going to end up in quarantine. We'll, we'll find out everything we can from you. Nice few social favorite, uh, mm. bits of information we would never have known from high orbit. Mm. But 
we'll add that into the things anyhow but hmm. but to them that would have just been a bit of fluff all hmm. the statistics and things what all these lovely pie charts that they would have had and bar charts and all this sort of thing is what they would have loved and scattercrass and all this sort of thing and so reports my, so and, again this is all just speculation but it makes a lot of sense and it, again it could explain why the Vulcans were like they were towards well, us well they gave us a bit of a cold shoulder by the time we get to Enterprise and yeah. first contact yeah so even though that time first contact went out it was Enterprise was glint in someone's eye yeah so yeah it's quite fascinating once you start unpicking things so yeah I think really it's kind of it's just fascinating seeing how the how the relationship maybe they were right then maybe they were right in their approach maybe because that's trust trust us this wasn't planned we do do these shows and then kind of go around with nothing and you come out with an episode, and you yeah. go, "How?" Because we... <laughs> this is why I quite like doing these more hypothetical episodes sometimes, because it's it. It is just hypothetical, but you really, once you kind of get into it, you really start unpicking things and theorizing, and you, know, you, you said you connect the dots. Essentially, I said it's not. We're not saying this is this is fact. This is true, but it does make sense. It does, and it you know. It does. It, it does explain a lot, I think, personally. You know, in terms of why the Vulcans, because you know, in the Enterprise, we've got tidbits here and there, but it does. I think it does. Jamie, work. you know what? I think we've kind of made up for a Vulcan episode from a few years ago. I think with this yeah. one, I think we kind of made up a yeah. bit with it, kind of. Yeah, because I know. Yeah, because we. And that's always bothered us a little bit. Where mm. It's just like let's spend an hour reading out research. I think this one we've actually done a bit of analysis, mm. which is more what we're trying to do these days. Again, yeah, more like not, not... Uh, again. again, again, yeah. Um, maybe they were right. Maybe because I think at the beginning of this we were going, oh no, no, that, 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 they shouldn't be being so horrible. But maybe they were right in some their, ways. Yeah, I don't the, think the, the information would be what seventy years out of date. Yeah, and even if they went back, you're still in the progress of looking. Uh, it's sixty three. And no, it was a 1950, so it'd be a hundred. No, no, no. I'm thinking of um, first contact. Oh, big pardon. Sorry, first sorry. First contact and sorry, sorry. First contact day, and I'm talking about uh, third world war. That's big what, pardon. Those are the times I'm. Oh, big pardon. Sorry, got mixed up there. So yeah. even with them, came. I think they they sort of said, "Oh, we'll come back in 30 years." So that aims it around. Was it 56? And that's so about 86. So yeah. even if you sort of committees things get delayed so if you had another 10 even with that you can tell that things are a little bit iffy around that time mm. on that or if you're thinking about Star, Star Trek timelines not hours because if you looked at our ones you'd be going yeah they're fine now because <laughs> 87 ish you know 89 the wall, Berlin Wall went down so yeah. you kind of things when, are cooling off a bit but in Star Trek world it wasn't it was that just was starting to heat just up. heat up again and because yeah. that was what 90 Three ish, something like that. I think it was around about there. 90s, 90s, something like that. So I think, yeah, maybe, but I think even with that, you're kind of, I think they would have gone, oh dear God, it's still, we'll we'll leave these a bit. You can imagine they would have put the kind of, you know, in some episodes of next year where they're going to go, oh, we'll we'll come, um, home soil, the microbrains and things, come back in 300 years, that whole whole thing. You can imagine the Vulcans are kind of going, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave, <laughs> leave them for, for another yeah. thirty years. Leave them for another. So, so I think... and I think maybe it would they would have increased it again because it was thirty years then, and that was peace 
peace times and I'm yeah. speech marks. Mm. But can you imagine First World War, Earth, Third World War? They would have gone. Oh, actually, let's say um, um, sixty. Mm. So you can imagine even leaving mm. it that long. Eighty-seven to so that would have been twenty forty-ish, mm. and then that that still we would have got nothing because mm. you still have no warp signatures. I think by then I think Zaffron Cochran's just coming on to the yeah. theories of things if I remember yeah. rightly I think that's right in yeah. around that time mm. I think it's been years that I need to reread it <laughs> and that's on a list of things I need to reread but I think even then they would have gone eh no tick tick them off list they're not active on to the next planet so I think so I think really Vulcans I think in a way they were right I think again it's again I think mistakes were made on both sides but I think in a way they were right too and I can un- I can understand their concerns yeah. and their position. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm glad we did this from the Vulcan perspective because I think if you human size done all the time and we just want to do something. A bit yeah, different. and and, and we're it's not, fine. We're not going to do this route next year. We've got something funny planned for next oh, year. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for. Um, but, uh, so I think this year is, uh, let's try and do something interesting. Let's try and put a spin on it. As, as it yeah, were. and we kind of wanted an easy life again today. Yeah, I think this is. I think it turns to be a really, really fun and interesting episode to actually record. You know, it definitely puts a different spin on everything. Yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, we we always enjoy recording, but you know, there's some that it'll put an interesting thing on when we do that long-awaited thing in our in our books because we want to do a, a Borg commentary oh yeah thing, don't we? yeah we want to do, do yeah, yeah first so. contact included so yeah. that would be an interesting thing on that although they're only in it for all what, four minutes or so it's nice to understand their motivation a bit exactly more. um you know i mean the thing is we i said we always enjoy always have fun in, and enjoy recording our episodes but you know there are so ones the analysis ones we enjoy the most where yeah. you actually kind of look delve into stuff a bit yeah. more so i i think we've I think we're pretty wrapped up there. I think there's not much more I can say to it. I think it's. I don't have any other thoughts. I think it's a good thought came up with Carbon Creek and thing. I think it's a good thought. Um, I don't think I would have come across. As I said, I got I got dis- distracted by the kind of other episodes that I mentioned. But well, that's the thing, so But yeah, but you so say your the thing is your your what you saying about how the how they would have perceived them based on what they got that spurred that thought. So you did help. So give yourself some credit. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, that's obviously another episode. Um, we hope you guys obviously enjoyed listening. Um, our our next episode. Uh, do you want me to? <laughs> you can try, Jamie. I wasn't going to go anywhere near trying to explain it if I don't know what's happening. I'm, but I'm if not, you want to try, I'm not going to try explaining it. But what I will say is, we're not quite sure what the next episode is actually going to be just yet. We had um, an idea of what it would be. Um, Welcome to Jamie digging a hole. Yeah, we're not sure yet. I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> That's why when I do it, I just don't bother because it's a lot easier to say nothing than go, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I try not to say I don't know as, ma- <laughs> as often as I can because I've done that a fair few times yeah. and it doesn't look good. No. It, well, I've, this is only the first time I've done it, so I think I'll... I think I'll, 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 I'll will I get a pass? <laughs> yeah anyway oh yeah listen back to it and go why did I say that oh it's it's fine it's not it's fun anyway uh, we'll be back soon with another episode guys um, uh, take care yeah live long and prosper live long and prosper bye bye bye